Welcome, guys. Welcome to Soggy Center. I got a special guest with me. You know, I had to make the trip up north to my boy. The north. Because he's on injury reserve. <laughs> um, David Otto, I welcome have, back have. to the show. Thank you, sir. But live, but live on, uh, live on camera. <laughs> you know, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the people. I think they already know a lot about you um, just through our pages and stuff. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. How's it everybody? This is David Otto, your boy. D for Deacon, co-founder of <laughs> Big Train Me. Um, Got a nice little shirt here called the D, the Deads, right here. get it on their website. This came out yesterday, so it's, it's live on the it's website, cold. so you know, get that. Uh, we got a lot of dope stuff on our um, website right now. Plans, services, nutrition, all of, all of the above for you guys. Um, so feel free to hit us up, you know, so let's get to it. Get your bodies right for the summer, you know. It's summer coming, and this is, this is not like last summer, you know. Now we can actually have a summer, so I know a lot of y'all have been sitting on that couch for over a year. You know, you better hit them up, nutrition, all of that. So, you know, we're going to get right into it. Um, we got a busy agenda. You know, like he said, they have their own fitness business. And one big thing in the NBA is fitness, especially with this day and age with the athletes, like the advanced um, medicine and things like that. We th see more of like common injuries with athletes. Um, and I want to know from your standpoint, how big of a role do does fit? I know with the schedule and all, it kind of compresses things. But how much does fitness and nutrition play a factor in some of these nagging injuries some of these athletes may have in the NBA? Okay, so for this season, I think this season is a little bit of an asterisk just because of the time frame of when they stopped and started. Um, if you guys are not familiar, the NBA last year had a bubble for the playoffs. So yep. basically, yep. due to COVID, they had stopped the season for a, a short period of time. I think it was about a couple months, and then they re-picked it up again, and the bubble went into, like, the summertime. So technically, with the NBA season, it's from, I believe, September, from, like, uh, it's like and that's pre, that, that's the that's the training camp. Training, training camp, camp opens up end of September yeah, usually, and it goes all the way to June. And yep. then you have like your summertime to basically yep. recuperate. Maybe um, recover, USA basketball. USA basketball if you're good enough for that, or you get selected and then basically train or work on your body. But this up, upcoming season that this that's going on currently now, um, it's kind of jam packed. They're oh, yeah. they're playing games within four games within like five nights. It's kind of really compressed so like at that point five and seven yeah at that point where is the recovery coming in so with nutrition that's a big thing with athletes in all sports because i think that with nutrition you have to have that at, at the top oh yeah at the top top because they're expending up to four to five thousand calories as far as you know working out training camp playing the games and to be sufficient to have your body working the way you want it to work, your diet and your nutrition has to be A1. And so with that being said, you have to have the right amount of carbs, right? Because carbs is what you use for energy expenditure, right? With and the right carbs. The right. right carbs, right? You can't be eating your donuts or your um, your bagels or all of those heavy carbs. You gotta, you gotta get the fruits, the veggie stuff in there as well too. And then also protein is a big, big thing you have to add to your diet because Protein helps with muscle recovery, right? So if you're not having the right amount of protein in your diet or the lean protein, then that's why you see your body start to deteriorate. And if you're not getting the amount of rest, then that's a whole other thing as well, too. So I think a lot of those things play a part in like the injuries that we've seen this as far uh, into the league. Because uh, LeBron James, he's got hurt as well, too. But his was one about one-off because someone ran into yeah. him. So that's kind of like a one-off. But like 
Um, another star, um, Murray. You guys know about him. Yeah, um, he. I believe he tore his ACL. Yeah, that was a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, that was a big game. Denver has still been doing well without him, but still, that's big loss for him. Yeah. So, like, with that being said, he tore his ACL, but then you got to look about it. Look at it like this. Well, is nutrition a one? Yeah, you got to question nutrition because, first of all, I'm not sure they get enough adequate sleep because they're playing oh, yeah. so many games. And don't forget they play at altitude for as well. Too. Yeah, and so sometimes they may have to travel to another city to go to a away game and do this and that. So if you're getting in around two or three o'clock in the morning, you got to wake up for practice in the morning. Like, are you getting enough sleep to make sure your body's recovering? Because you need about seven, eight hours a night for for uh, proper recovery. So it's like. One of those things have to give. You have to either have great sleep or bar none nutrition. And if one of those things are lagging, then that's where we start to see those little nagging injuries and sometimes those big injuries that may occur. So a lot of that's important as well too. But I feel like with the league now, it's definitely as advanced as far as the medicine oh, yeah. and nutrition because let's just say the injury that Jamal Murray had. 20 years ago, that's one of those no, years. No, that, that's not even say 20 years ago. We could do more recently. Derrick Rose, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. He was towards ACL. Towards ACL. And then that was seen as like a career and an injury, right? But a lot of these guys are getting injured, right? Unfortunately, but are bouncing back within a year and playing like their whole selves. Zach right? Levine is towards ACL. He's back like, he's like nothing <laughs> Kevin ever Durant heard. Yeah. Like even <laughs> my, my buddy Kevin Durant, my, my twin, both have ACL. Uh, Achilles, I'm sorry, man. Achilles injuries, and even though he took about a year and a half to come back, but look at him now, he seems like nothing phases him at all. Like, it's like, what what happened to that foot? Like, nothing at all. So I feel like with technology that we have now in advanced medicine, it's like, it's a big, big up to the league for using that stuff and also just implementing that in their nutrition and all that stuff. And and I, and I love that. And I, you know, I always love to give shout outs to guys like LeBron who lead the way, um, I think LeBron, you know, of course, he's a generational player, but he leads the way that nutrition thing. They say he spends like over a million dollars on his body a year, and he has helped guys like even recently of his buddies, Chris Paul, for example. Chris Paul is known for a person that gets hurt in prime, you know, prime games and stuff. And Chris Paul has um, said in recent years his diet has changed. I think ever since he left Houston, um, he changed his diet, um, got a new chef. And he played very well with OKC last year. You see what they're doing now with Phoenix this year. So, you know, that takes a lot of role. You know, Joel Embiid's another younger example that we know of his injury past. Even he had injury this year, but that's more because of the compressed schedule. But he's playing his best ball of his career because he said he changed his diet and things like that. So it's very important. I know you guys are always doing great work. You know, we have worked together. We've worked out together. We've all had this new you know, nutrition and fitness goals and stuff. It plays a key role. Like right now, we're a little, you know, we're, I'm back up to like that little weight I wanted mm-hmm. to, but I can see how I'm monitoring that, monitoring your calories, the right carbs. Like, you know, it's more the weekends where you, you, you want to pick out, you know, a, little pick out a little bit, yeah. but during the week, you know, I eat my greens. I, I make sure I get my salads in, you know, the right carbs, Um, you know, brown rice, maybe j- uh, jasmine rice instead of the traditional rice more veggies and, you know, definitely the right uh, protein. So. Yeah, and then with that being said, it's like um, 
LeBron James, even though he's not my favorite player, but I really, I really, really appreciate LeBron James because I do too. He's one of the players that I look up to when it comes to that fitness and nutrition yeah, aspect yeah. of life as far as putting your money where it needs to be. He spent over a million dollars on his body, and that's crazy to think about. It's like that means he's so dedicated to the sport and to his body that he puts in a million dollars. Just think about it, a million dollars just for your body. That means nutrition, his chefs. His um, supplements, yep. all of the above, the training, all of it. And look at it now, like all of those things that he's implemented so crazy, from man. the beginning of his career has propelled him to now. Like he's playing with his 18th season. Yeah, and and and, and, and it, it look like he's lost. It doesn't his look. At, it doesn't look at it at all. And like you know, just to wrap up with the subject, it's like you know the nutrition now, just with the NBA players and LeBron. You see it later on in life. I was like at the gym, and this guy, a similar age to my dad. Um, in the 60s, and he was just like, and you would not think the guy, of course you think probably he's probably in 40 because of the gray hair, but besides that, great shape. And that's how I want to be when mm -hmm. I get to, you know, I'm going to be 30 soon. I know I ain't, the recovery ain't the same not anymore. Same. Ain't the same. I can see we definitely ain't the same for you, buddy. Hey, you know, it's, coming. it's coming. It's coming <laughs> along. It's coming but, um. To switch gears, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, a good subject of yours. You know, your boys up in Brooklyn, the black and white. I love New York. You know, your, your boys up there, Kyrie, KD, and of course, your boy Harden, who's currently right now not playing. You said it wrong. It have been Harden named first, and then you said yeah, Kevin Durant named Kyrie. We all know it's KD first, sir. We know it's KD first. We know it's KD, but they need Harden. Um, but we're going to first start off with, like, you know, I want to talk to you about, like, the chemistry with okay. – if they've been able to really, really – are you confident in their chemistry when it comes to playoff time with them just playing only seven games? And they're saying Harden may not even play the rest of the season just because they put their hamstring. Okay. With those players, I think it's a little bit different with them because – they are players with high basketball IQ, right? Yes. And yes. have high talent, right? And high skill level, right? And now, with that being said, basketball, I would say it's not a hard sport to play, right? And with those three talents on the court, we already seen it's that. It's like chess, though. Yeah, we already seen that the the one problem that we all were talking about was that how can Kyrie and Harden coexist, right? As you can see, when Kevin Durant was out with his injury or with his, him like his recovering, Kyrie and Harden played well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They figured it out. Um, Kyrie's playing off the ball at the two-guard position, and then they gave James Harden basically the reins to the point-guard position. And we see that they played well. And with chemistry, the last missing piece was Kevin Durant, and we didn't see that. But we saw Kevin Durant being thrown into different offenses. He's been in the OKC offense. He was great. He was throwing into You could throw him anywhere. You could throw him. He threw him in the Golden State offense. He's, he's been great. So I feel like... Chemistry may be an issue for them, but I personally think that it's not going to be an issue because we already found the missing piece as far as how can Kyrie and Harden can work together. We have already seen they can work together, and throwing Kevin Durant in there, I think that's easy peasy. My 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 concern is not their chemistry on the offensive end; mm -hmm. it is that defensive end because okay. they don't. And I'm still thinking. I think they're still going to outscore people mm -hmm. to the point where it's like almost. But when you get to these seven-game series and where, especially key games down the stretch, where you actually have to make stops, um, and you know we're talking about, I know for a fact they don't have a wall to to defend Joel and Giannis if they meet them, um, and I know shooting teams can't shoot with them. So teams like Atlanta and stuff like 
They're shooting teams. They can't shoot with them. But if you can pound them in the lane and maybe rough them up, does that mess up a little bit of their offense? Maybe where they're, you know, now they have to exert a little bit more energy, especially there. I think the big three is going to have to, all of them going to play over 30 minutes. Oh, of course. I mean, when it comes to the playoffs, you got to yeah. play your best player for the, <laughs> yeah. the day. But when it comes to defense, don't get me wrong, they're not the best defensive team in the league. But this NBA, now it's all about offense. Oh, your yeah. offenses can be your defense. So if you're scoring more and they have to basically take the ball out, out of bounds and then start their offense, they don't have no transition points they're going to be getting. Because if you're, if you're scoring buckets, they have to take the basketball yeah. out of bounds. So they have to go and create the offense, set something up. You know, but if they're up running and gunning, I don't think teams like the 76ers – may be able to stay up with them because I think Joel Embiid is a great talent. He he deserves a double team every time he touches the ball, but like I'm gonna make Ben Simmons shoot. They have to guard them on the other end. Yeah. So who's gonna be guarding Kevin Durant on the other end? Who's gonna be guarding Kyrie on the other end? Who's gonna be guarding Harden? The floor the floor is space. So I like for me, I feel like with them, they're a different breed because their offense is their defense. No, I agree. I agree. And like I said, I'm not. It was just a little concern of mine on the playoffs, but I still think just from seeing the their starting five only. I mean, the big three only played seven games, and they're number one. In the games. Exactly. So it's like, and they they've had like thirty seven different starting fives. Like I think Steve Nash and his staff have done one hell of a job because even their big games when they even had all all three of them, yeah. and they stood. So I I would give them some props. Um, before you know, we switch gears. The last thing about them, you know, we're going to have to definitely want to talk about our boy Prince thinking Kyrie's a bigger piece for the big three than Harden. You know what? I wish Prince was here right now so I can look him dead in the eye like this. (laughs) Do you see it? (laughs) Have you seen the lights? But in all seriousness, it's like um, I'm glad that Harden was able to kind of change his game up a little bit and show the world that he can do more than just score. Oh, yeah. he showed the world that he can play the point guard position to the T. Like, I thought he should have been the point guard in OKC originally. Before, well, he, he played a little bit of point guard when they, when he came off the bench, and I think Westbrook played the two when he played on. Yeah, played together, yeah. but it was one of those things that they were trying out. I don't think Harden was the talent he was then that what he is now. So it's like he's of course improved over mm-hmm. the years, but. As far as the point guard position, when it comes to Kyrie and Harden, it's it's not even a joke. Harden blows him out the water. It's not close. It's not close at all. It's not close. I'm, and we're not talking about player. Even we're not talking about skill level or player. If, yeah. Even skill. If you're talking about skill, just skills. Like, of course, Kyrie is one of the most skilled yeah. players we've ever, ever seen. But if you're talking about just overall player, what you contribute, and you doing it as one thing is Kyrie so good one on one. Both of them are good one on one. Beautiful, but. One-on-one. We have seen Kyrie doesn't make his teammates better, and that and that's the thing that you can't. I I I try to express to people about what's the difference between players. Like a good score, a good score is not a great player. Mm -hmm. Does you know you're great at scoring, but that doesn't make you a great player. Great players overall, your impact and Kyrie is a great player, but I don't think his impact is bigger to the game than James Harden. Definitely not bigger to the game than Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Kyrie always needs one of those type of people or two of those type of people around to flourish each time. When you give him a team of his own, yeah, he can win you a few games and stuff, possibly take you to maybe take your playoffs if he stays healthy. 
Um, but he's not that type of player who's going to like, hey, I'm your number one completely on the championship team. And I, 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 I agree with that. that. It's been proven. So hopefully Prince finally sees the light. You know, if not, hey, you can't win them all. Yeah, but he's a knucklehead, so he's probably not going to ever. No, he's not. He's a rebuttal in the group. It's all good. Um, you know, moving subjects, uh, we're going to talk about the last thing, you know, the storylines. We have... Most teams have about eight to nine games left in the NBA season, which means there are about two weeks left in the NBA season. I believe, actually, the playing game is two weeks from tomorrow, which will be May 2nd, mm-hmm. May 1st. Um, so we have different things. We're going to start off with the East. Um, okay. We went through the – I think we went through the um, through the standings, and I want to say Tom Thibodeau and Julius Randle – I got to give y'all one hell of a... Nobody thought the New York Knicks would make the playoffs. Not even the play-in game. But y'all top four in the East. And y'all look like y'all going to stay at least at 4-5. exceptionally well. Oh, my God. And they'll, be, they'll, they'll actually have home court advantage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no one thought the Knicks would be like this. I mean, back in the day when Melo went to the Knicks, people thought, okay, the Knicks going to have a little rah-rah here and there. But then we saw Melo struggled a lot. Um, but I think that was a different type of league back then as well, oh, too. Yeah. Um, but the league transitioning into more of a shoot first league oh, yeah. has really propelled a lot of teams. And a, pl- and a player league. And the one thing I want to give a shout out to Tom Thibodeau about, he had to adjust his ways. Definitely. I've heard a, a lot of different things about what Tom Thibodeau does now. Like, he doesn't overwork the players, he gives them more of an input. You know, old Tom Thibodeau, you know, we see what we have Tom Thibodeau with, um, with the Bulls, but they, that's, you know, they're doing an amazing job. Um, of course, Brooklyn. Um, I really, I, it's going to be interesting because if the standing stay the way it is, I know Brooklyn's going to win their first round matchup. I want to talk more about that playing game because okay. that's seven to 10. I think right now Boston is, Boston or Miami see this at that seven. Um, I think last time Boston was at six. I think they won that game. So Miami time. must be seven. Miami was seven. Um, Charles eight, but LaMelo Ball, I believe he's, should be coming back. Should be coming back from injury. Any game, any game now, um, we end up losing the bet that the Hornets make the playoffs, which sucks. <laughs> um, hopefully, they lose their playing game because they won't be making the playoffs. Um, what do you think about the uh, Washington Wizards with um, Bradley, Bill, and Westbrook? That is what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, they look like they're catching their stride now, and I don't think they can. They, I don't think they have a. They have enough games to to get up to to eight. Mm-hmm. Where they'll be, where they only have to win a game. But if I'm Miami sitting at seven, I'm a little concerned that you could lose two games to, to them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, all it takes is you win one game and then it's just win and take off for that for that next game. Um, definitely, if I'm Charlotte, I'm concerned. Um, I'm a Charlotte. I'm concerned. I don't think I think Washington is going to without, if the way they're going, and I think the way their schedule set up, and um, just looking how the Bulls don't have. Levine coming back into yeah, I think I think the Bulls are done for. Yeah. Um, I, I like the core they have now with Vucevic. Um, yeah, I'm pronouncing them correctly. And Zach Levine, I think that's a nice core to build around. I think the Bulls made a great trade on getting that big man, um, but unfortunately with Zach Levine being out, I think due to COVID issues or COVID it, restrictions, it was a, it was it was a protocol. So he he and he doesn't have COVID, but he was around somebody with COVID, but. The NBA has eased the rules mm-hmm. for players who've been vaccinated. Gotcha. So it's like, uh, yeah, I know he didn't have COVID, but 
you know, these are the rules, like, and, you know, and that's how the world is moving now. Like, you've been vaccinated, you're able to do more things, you know, and certain things. So it's like, that just sucks that it happened at that time. Yeah, that, sucks. that that COVID protocol came to him at that time. But um, the Bulls better be careful, bro, because he has openly talked about wanting to, um, you know, loving LeBron, playing with LeBron. Mm. And he is coming up on his final year of the contract. So he could possibly, if they don't do something this summer, Maybe maybe get Alonzo or something to help the team, but yeah. you know Bulls gonna need to do something next year to keep him on. Yeah, bet on that. Uh, but I think like we both think um, Brooklyn is coming out the East. I don't think there's there's any. That's our my prediction. What about you? Um, it's about who's gonna play them in the conference finals. For I think if the Nets are fully healthy, they'll be fine. Also, people forget that um, Spencer Dinwiddie. I think he can possibly come back for the because playoffs. Because it was a partially tear. So uh, I think I've seen a little report here and there that he's, you know, back up and running. Yeah. One drills in there. So he may be able to come back for the playoffs. So that's a nice, <laughs> nice punch off the and he's a de- And he can defend. And yeah. he knows how to defend. So Yeah. So he's a kind of an all-star caliber player when he plays at his best. Um, I'm not saying he's an all-star, but he, he has games. So. I think, yeah, the Nets will be fine if they're fully healthy, um, if they can get James Harden back. But I feel like without James Harden, they won't, won't be able to win anything because he's kind yeah. of a missing link to their offense just because of the, how he was been playing and the way he distributes the ball. So, But, yeah, I think the Nets will be fine. Milwaukee, I'm not sure if they give me the the gumption that I, I need for them to. They're, they're, they've been inconsistent. Giannis is hurt again. Yeah, so Giannis I think they need – I don't know. I think they need – Another piece, or I think I need Giannis to develop more into having a better mid-range game. At least he he he's it's got he's gotten into the post it's a little bit. For yeah, me. He, he's got into. He needs to make them scared to 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 least to least do it. But mm-hmm. I think for them, it comes to matchup. They actually match up very. Philadelphia doesn't want to see them because Philly hates playing Milwaukee yeah. for some reason. That's the only. Uh, that's, team a, that's a great matchup. Right yeah, there. that's their crypt tonight. That's Philly's crypt tonight is Milwaukee. So. For some reason, I would think Milwaukee would be um, um, Philly would be Milwaukee's script tonight. But, but yeah, I, 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 you know, the whole Giannis thing. I always, you know, I think we we look too much, especially in this age, about just shooting, mm-hmm. and we forget that the game is more than shooting because we have office, office, office. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I just don't think that he's ever going to develop a, a, a consistent like a pull up game. Just because it does, does the mechanics, but I think he has to find some ways to be more you. Because the one thing we can see is once the athleticism goes away, it will be you know you have to be able to finesse the game. So it's something different. So um, like I said, I think Brooklyn. We both think Brooklyn's going in the East now to get to the interesting West, oh. wild, wild, wild West. Wow, where. The defending champions may be playing in to the to get into the playoffs, bro. Yeah, and, and that's crazy just because of the how the, the league was so compressed this season. They got hurt by that. A lot of injuries. I think Anthony Davis um missed about thirty games. That boy missed the whole season. Pretty, pretty much, much the whole season. Half the season. <laughs> Half he's kinda working himself back into, you know, playing shape and then playing the way he's supposed to play, how he's supposed to play. So um that should be interesting as well too. LeBron came back, I believe, last night. Yeah. Um, I think they lost their game, but he didn't seem too bad as far as the way, the way he looked physically. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to take the time for him. But They so. got nine games, so They got nine games. Hey, he said those nine games are very important. 
For me, said, I, I think those nine games are very, very important. important. I think for the West, it's either going to be the Lakers or the Clippers. And then my sneak team that may give you a surprise is the Suns. And I want to say Utah. Utah. Ah, Utah. It would have been Denver if Jamal Murray yeah, was. I, I was thought Denver, I thought Denver was going to the finals if they had. Because Denver had everything. They have everything they were, for they every position. They have two, three players for every position that can actually play play. So it's like, hey, they're in they're in great shape. But unfortunately, you know, injuries do happen. It's a part of life. But yeah, that's my four teams. I would say, Clippers, Lakers, give or take. And then my team for surprise would be the Suns for sure. I love the way Chris Paul and Devin Booker are playing together. I'm not sure they have enough. I think Aiden is a little bit premature as far as the way he plays now, but he's still a young player. Uh, Utah, I just like Utah because of Donovan Mitchell. I think he has a lot of firepower. Bro, that's another person Prince said that he was overrated. Like, what? And the the way they've been shooting this year as far as the team aspect on shooting three-pointers, they're playing very well behind the arc. So I feel like they could have like a a puncher's chance to make some noise. But what what are your takes on that? Man, like, I I of course think if LeBron and AD get to that healthy spot, Mm -hmm. I I think that it's just so hard to bet against them. Mm -hmm. But... The Clippers are playing pretty well. My fear about the Clippers is Kawhi Leonard's um, health. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't. He's been out for like almost two weeks. And then, of course, we're going to talk about can Paul George gain transition to playoffs? Is he going to be George Paul again? That's playoff pick. That, 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 you know, I like I said, he's one of those players. I don't give. I don't care anymore about what you do in the regular. You can you can low key win MVP in the regular yeah. season for me. Unanimously, I don't care That's what you're doing. Right. Play, it's the playoffs, so I need to see what playoff P does. Um, the Suns, like you said, you hit it on the head. I don't have any fear in Booker or CP3. My fear is Aiden and those other young guys with those sweaty paws starting <laughs> to like now being like, hey, like, how is that going to work? They got the great coach, great leadership, but it's like you need Aiden basically to be. Almost like an AD for them to yeah to to basically to upset the Lakers. You you need them to play almost the setup of AD, and then you have Chris Paul and Devin Booker, who's going they're playing together should out, offset LeBron's play. I agree. And then you know you let the rest of the team. So, um, but you gotta see what happens. And then Utah, it's always I don't have any um doubt that Donovan Mitchell is just the rest of the team. I, they're another team again. It's kind of like the Clippers trying to show me the playoffs. You mean you've been Utah's been consistent like this. Honestly, Utah's been a very consistent team for the last almost the last decade. Um, they only had that maybe that year. They not really have any any really fall because they lost Gordon Hayward and then they got down to Mitchell. So maybe a year, but they still been very consistent. It's like okay, now what can y'all do in the playoffs? Can you make that next step? Can you actually upset people? So um, that's how I I just view it. Uh, again, I think the Lakers are healthy. They're my pick. If not, um, honestly, man, I'm. Honestly, don't even know if the Lakers are not healthy. Who it's to me, I think it will be between Phoenix and the Clippers. I just think because the Clippers know that they're at that. If the Lakers can't make it, they're the ones like, hey, yeah. they they it's, it's it's a it's a bust season too for them. And then the Suns, I just you know I think that you know if if Chris Paul sees that opening, say he he beats the Clippers, you know, I think the way it's standing right now, they'll probably have to meet the Lakers in the second round because the Lakers will probably beat somebody in the first round mm-hmm. where they're gonna play. 
So that you know, if question, they, question for you though. Okay. So let us say the Nets fully healthy win the East, right? I have two scenarios for you. I want to see what you think about this for your expertise. So we have the Nets versus the Clippers. Who do you think win? The Nets. Okay. The Nets versus the Lakers. The Nets. Okay. All right. The yeah. Nets. The Nets. I, I think fully healthy. Fair. I think the Nets, like, even with AD and LeBron, I don't believe. People always said that Drummond pickup was so big. And I was like, yeah, but I was like, I don't think Drummond's going to play a lot down the stretch with LeBron. Like, like name me, a, name me the time LeBron played with a big man, that, that successful man with a big man, that can't, he can't spread the floor. Like, and also, okay. like, he can't finish with himself. Okay. They don't, but I think I think my I honestly I don't want to make a prediction about the West. It's, it's honestly too because there's so many fact, factors. I'm sure more sure about my East pick, the West. I I still have to probably I'll give my prediction in my next episode right okay. before the playoffs. That's good. Um, so definitely we're about to do the last thing. I def, definitely just want to give a shout out to um you definitely for showing up to the uh you know the show really helping me out. Um, definitely want to let everybody know, hey, I'm, where to get these shirts from? Abegtrainme.com. Have a beautiful website. It's Abeg, A-B-E-G, train, T-R-A-I-N, me, M-E.com. Find our merch there, apparel, all of the above, fitness plans, nutrition plans, yep. all of the above. Check Just, us out. Make sure y'all check, uh, check them out. Uh, lastly, um, you see this, this shirt that I'm wearing, you know? Everybody been asking about Soggy Center uh, apparel. You know, I do have shirts coming out. I definitely want to give a shout out to Abdullah for helping me out. Um, you know, more to come. I'm going to be having releases. Um, took some pictures and photos and all that so, so you can see the different designs. Um, definitely going to be releasing the pre-orders in the next week or so. So be on the lookout for that. Um, definitely want to thank you, David. You know, it's always love when you come on the show. Always. You know, it's always fun. Hey, Prince. Listen to us, man. But this is Sagi, this is David, and we out.